1: Attorney, starring David Bryan. Mr. District Attorney, champion of the people, defender of truth, guardian of our fundamental rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. my duty as District Attorney, not only to prosecute to the limit of the law all persons accused of crimes perpetrated within this county, but to defend with equal vigor the rights and privileges of all its citizens. This is David Bryan. In a moment, we'll bring you another case from the files of Mr. District Attorney. But first, a word from our sponsor. And now, here is our star, David Bryan, as Paul Garrett, Mr. District Attorney. A district attorney and a criminal have only one thing in common. They both know the value of time. Each hour between the commission of a crime and the discovery of a crime means an hour more of freedom for the criminal. An hour more for the trail to grow cold. And sometimes the hours lengthen into years, as they did in this case. The time is 15 years ago
0: you want me, Dr. Ralph?
1: Where's your husband? He
0: just left bed.
1: Call him. I want to see him.
0: Joe? Yeah? Come on down a minute. Doctor wants to see you. Something's wrong, Doctor. What is
2: it? Martha, I want your husband out of this house tonight. What? Here's why. I've just been going over my bank statements. Two checks... With my name forged on him. I know all about him, Martha. Those two years he was away in Oklahoma, he wasn't in the army. He was in prison. All right, Doc, so I was in prison. Is that any skin off your nose? I got a good mind to call the police about you. Maybe one lesson wasn't enough. You got me so scared my knees are shaking. Joe. I'm sorry for your sake, Martha. You see what he is. I'm calling the police Sure, Doc And I'm just gonna stand here and hold still for a Give me those quiet oh, teeth
0: oh, Look out, The is from a cabinet
2: oh, oh. You old fool You lousy bucks I'll show you Joe, Joe How's this for surgery? You, you stabbed him You killed him, Joe Send it to the electric jam. Shut up. <laughs> won't send me any place. Because nobody's going to know, not ever. I could write his name good enough to fool a bank. I could do it good enough to fool anybody. <laughs> Stop falling and grab his feet. What are you going to do, Joe? i going to take him out someplace and bury him. He was always talking about retiring. Well, now he's retired.
1: The city grows a lot for 15 years, there are more people, new skyscrapers and schools and apartment buildings. The suburbs stretch out, and the vacant lots give way to rows of neat new houses. I have to walk the rest of the way, Chief. Where? Well, Over by those pipes. Ditch they were digging for the sewer main. Wakeman hit the box while they were excavating. Ox, like a coffin. Mm-hmm. More like a crate of some kind. Big, funny shape. Almost fell apart when they dug it up. You'll see. It's uh, right behind that pile of dirt. Who's that on guard? Malone, 53rd Precinct. This is Pete. Oh, well, why don't you give him a break? Yeah.
2: Take five, Malone. Get yourself some chow.
1: Well, there it is. Uh, watch the mud. Here. Yeah. You've been a long time, Harrington. Yeah, maybe too long, Chief. Chances are we'll never even find out who he was. No less who killed him. If he was. It's a homicide, all right. Did you get the medical examiners we already? No, but uh, look at this. Yeah, broken scalpel blade. You wouldn't have been buried with that, unless it happened to be in his body. Yeah, that figures. With what? The medical examiner said there were two vertebrate chips in the spine. Might have been made by the scalpel if he was stabbed. That mean he was stabbed in the back. But all the examiner noticed? That's all I heard him mention. Nothing to help us with the identification. No dental work. Yeah, not even a filling. Teeth must have been present. What about the box? It'll be taken into the crime lab. Badly rotted, though. Yeah, it must have been pretty solid and expensive crate when it was new. Probably used for shipping a piece of machinery. We can find out what kind of machinery. It might tell us where the crate came from. Maybe. We already know one thing it was used for coffee. Yes, but that isn't what it was made for. When it comes the pickup wagon now. Whoever buried this, I guess they never expected it to be found, she? I guess not, Hank. Let's hope we're going to have one more surprise for them. Huh? They never expected to be caught, either. He's out of focus, Mueller. Turn it a little. Good. That's got it. Now let's have the other slide. Light him up slowly. Hold it. Now, that's it, all right. Trace elements match perfectly. Type up the report and I'll sign it. If we... Hello, Sam. Oh, oh hello, Harrington. Scott. Go ahead, Mueller. What's that? Matching broken headlight glass. Hit and run case. <laughs> I suppose you're on my neck about that box again. Well, it's been five days, Sam. I know. The box was hard to restore, but... This morning, I think I got something. I'll know for sure in a few minutes. As soon as we get an answer to a teletype I put out. What do you think was in that box originally? Well, that's what I'm hoping to find out. It was a stumper, but well, from the size, shape, construction, and kind of wood used, everything points to an X-ray machine. X-ray? Yeah. That fit anything? Very strongly. The medical examiner says the murder weapon was the doctor's scalpel found in the box. Let's go into the teletype room and see if they've got anything in Who did you request information from? Police chiefs in a few cities where X-ray equipment is manufactured. It's a long shot, but we were able to restore part of a number stenciled on the crate. Ink soaked in pretty deep. It showed up under ultraviolet after we treated it. Think it might have been an invoice or a shipping number? We can hope so. There was a code letter, too. Couldn't quite make it out. Maybe the numbers were enough. Here we are. Anything on that crate yet, Cling? I can't hear you. He's pointing to that clipboard on the wall. Thanks. This is it, all right, Mr. Garrett. Only shipment your city bearing code number you supply was for a machine sent for pay to Dr. William W. Rowe, 949 Willow Drive. That help, Mr. Garrett? It might. Plenty. Let's see the rest of that, Harrington.
0: Yeah.
1: Machine number X42L773. Service and parts department records show ownership transferred to Dr. Arnold Marks, Philadelphia. Almost 15 years ago. Looks like this Dr. Rowe is our man, Chief. Yes, if we can find him, uh-huh. we can try the address. Might still be there. I don't think so. A doctor doesn't buy an expensive X-ray machine and sell it in less than three months unless he's making a sudden move you better get out there, though, Harrington. Check the neighborhood. I want a complete report in my office tomorrow morning. Is that
2: you, Joe? Yeah. Come in here quick.
0: Is there something else in the papers?
2: No, nothing since that thing last week about them finding the body. What is it? Somebody was around the neighborhood all day yesterday asking questions. About Dr. Rowe? Yeah. Who could it be? That's a pretty dumb question, isn't it? Cops, who else could it be?
0: Well, they must have identified the body,
2: Jim. Oh, how could they? Fifteen years. They
0: must know something or they wouldn't be coming around, Joe. we better get out of here.
2: That's all we have to do, run. We're going to sit tight. They can suspect all they want, but if they want to prove anything, they got a long way to go. Are you looking for oh, a gun did I put it? Joe no please Let go of it. what good the gun gonna do you It can only get you more trouble more killing listen to me you shut up and listen, listen to me I'm gonna brazen this thing out and so are you as far as we can a lot of thinking and planning and work to get us this place and everything we got I ain't going to run off and leave it until I have to but if I do have to going to make sure I can handle anybody who tries to stand in my way. No, no, no. Now, where's that guy? I a... Adam, drawer. the A box of bullets down in the basement. Get them. Bring some oil in the cleaning room. Would you hear me? Martha. If they come here, baby, you better watch your nerves. Because if you break, if you give me away, I'm gonna have to use this. And I may use it on you first. You understand? Well,
1: this report just about does it, honey. Yeah, I thought so, too, Chief. The uh, medical examiner estimates the victim has been dead for 15 years. Dr. Rowe states and moved out 15 years ago. He must have been running all right. Sold his house and furnishings to his housekeeper and her husband, eh? Did you see them? Well, I thought you'd want to talk to him yourself. Mail carrier on the route said they used to get letters from the doctor once in a while after he disappeared. I wish we knew who the victim was funny that Dr. Rowe could kill a man and get away so clean. No missing persons report filed about the same time. somebody who might have been the victim. Yeah, not a thing. Don't you think we ought to put out a wanted bulletin? Not that it's going to do much good. Why not? Figure it out, Chief. The doc was about 60 years old. He isn't dead by now. He'll be 75. Miss Miller. Yes, sir? Take the statistics on Dr. O from this report at Harrington's. Have the police put out an all-points bulletin for his arrest.
0: How shall I miss the charge?
1: Murder. Victim, John Doe. Identity unknown.
0: They always ask when and where the
1: suspect was last seen. Yes, I know. And this time, they're going to love the answer. Last seen in this city, 15 years ago. David Bryan. Before we continue with Mr. District Attorney, here's an important message I'd like you to hear. And now back to David Bryan, starring as Paul Garrett, Mr. District Attorney. Fifteen years between the commission of a murder and the discovery of it. Our chances of identifying the victim seemed almost hopeless. And our chances of apprehending the killer seemed even more hopeless. Dr. Rowe's picture was on the front page of every afternoon newspaper. But even if he weren't dead, a man can change a lot in fifteen years. Only two people might be able to tell us where he was. In the entire world, only
2: two people. See? You see what I tell you, Martha? How's <laughs> that for a hot one? Doctor sought for questioning about unidentified bodies. I told you. Joe, Joe. What? Outside of the
0: car, Doctor. Oh, let me see. Two men looking at the house now. Could it be police? Oh, a big one looks too well there Oh, that's Garrett,
2: the D.A. Come you answer. Don't get rattled. Where are
1: you going? The incinerator. It's some newspaper. We don't know from nothing. Go ahead. tell me. Mrs. Franklin. Yes. Well, my name is Garrett. I'm the district attorney. This is Mr. Harrington. How do you do? We understand you used to keep house for Doctor Rowe. Well, may we come in? Yes. Yes,
0: sure.
1: This was the doctor's home, wasn't it?
0: Oh, I guess a long time ago. My husband and I bought it from him when he gave up his practice.
1: Would you mind telling us exactly when that happened?
0: It'll be 15 years in uh, March, I think. Oh, that's my husband. He was out back. Joe! Yeah. Oh. Uh, This gentleman is the district attorney and this is Mr.... Uh, Joe Franklin. They want some information about Dr. Rowe.
1: Have you heard from the doctor lately? No, not for a long time. Well, I guess it's uh, six or seven years since we had a letter.
0: Isn't it, Martha? Yes, yeah, that's
1: about right. I don't suppose by any chance you kept any of his old letters.
0: No, I, I just threw them out.
1: Where was he living the last time you heard from him?
0: It was um, Trenton,
2: New Jersey, wasn't it, Joe? Yeah, Trenton.
1: Well, do you remember the address? Um, He uh, he wrote to you about me about things. watched the face. Well, we did, but...
2: He got his mail at the general delivery there. right something wrong? Is old Doc in any kind of trouble or anything? Was the old man dead? Is that what you came to tell
1: us? We wish we knew. Haven't either of you seen this afternoon's newspaper? No, I usually go out and get them right after dinner. I'm going to ask you and your husband to search your memories, Mrs. Franklin. A few months before he went away, Dr. Rowe bought a new x-ray machine. Do you remember that?
2: Well, I... Yeah, yeah, I remember it. He got it just about a week after uh, after I came back to town.
1: I was away for a while in the army. Well, I know it's a long time ago. Can you remember what was done with the crate the machine came in? Oh, it was put out in the garage until, uh, until the night the doc left. He took it with him. The empty crate? No, it wasn't empty. He said he was taking some of his books with him. It was pretty heavy. I helped him load it into the car. The station wagon he had his leaving was rather a sudden decision, wasn't it?
0: Yes, but he was always talking about retiring. I never thought he would, but that night he just decided to go.
1: I see. I'm going to be very honest with you, Mr. Franklin. When you helped to load that crate into the doctor's station wagon, I don't think you were loading medical books. Son. I think the crate contained a dead body. Body? What? what? Did the uh, doctor have any enemies? You know, anybody was having trouble with? Any visitor the night he decided to leave?
0: Oh, no, not after his
2: regular patients. I... Asked... Yes, sir, Werther. What? Remember, we heard him arguing with somebody in his
1: office when we were starting upstairs to go to bed. Do you know who it was? No, the door, door to his office was closed. It must have been an hour or two later he woke us up and said he'd made up his mind to clear out. Whoever was with him was gone then. Yeah. Now, incidentally, what happened to all the doctor's equipment? could not have taken it all with him. No, I, uh, I shipped it off to some other doctor he sold it to. When? Not long after he left. He said he'd
2: be selling the stuff. Then he sent me a letter telling me where to send it. I
1: don't remember the name of the other doctor. Well, that's all right. We do. Come on, Harrington. Right. Goodbye, folks. All uh, right. What do you think, Chief. I want you to catch the first plane out for Philadelphia. See the doctor who bought Rose equipment. I also want to check on the sale of the house to the Franklins. Sale of the station, Mike. Everything the doctor disclosed of. I, uh, I think they told us everything they know. I don't know. But I'm going to try and find out. Right.
0: He called from the airport about 20 minutes ago. He's on his way in now. And there's a Mrs. Pibble waiting to see you. She's in your office.
1: Did she say what she wants? It's
0: about the Dr. Rowe case. She used to work for him before the Franklin.
1: I'll see her right away.
0: Oh, there's a few other things, Mr. Garrett. Uh, these records you wanted from the Motor Vehicle Bureau and the County Recorder's Office. Can
1: they cover the sale of Dr. Rowe's house and car? Yes, sir. All right, take these papers down to the lab. Give them to Sam Jacobs. Tell him I want a comparison of the signatures on these documents with any signatures of Dr. Rowe made before the doctor's disappearance. Probably be able to get them from the state medical license application. Yes, sir. Mrs. Kibble, is it?
0: Yes, sir.
1: I'm Mr. Garrett. I
0: know who you are, you man. And I've come to tell you that I'm surprised at you.
1: Man of your
0: intelligence charging poor Dr. Row murder. Dr. helped folks into the world, not out of it. Even in some of he helped did turn against him and give him a tongue last after he retired.
1: What made him do that, Mr. Kibble? Well,
0: he sent some bills for what they owed him, that's why. He never could understand why he sent them with that. never seen a bill to anybody before that. Not in the whole twenty
1: years I was with it. I see. These bills the doctor sent after he retired. You know where they came from? Mm-hmm.
0: From the general delivery in Trenton, New Jersey. Not that I ever heard from him. Twenty years. He never wrote to me after he ran off.
1: Just the same,
0: man. He never killed anybody neither.
1: You just made me believe that, Mrs. Kibble. Because a man's character doesn't change overnight. If Dr. Rowe didn't send out any bills for 20 years, I doubt if he sent any from Trenton.
0: Patients more, all right.
1: Yes, but I don't think they came from Dr. Rowe. Well, thank you very much for coming in, Mrs. Kibble. Thank you very much. Oh, excuse me, Chief. It's all right, Harrington. Goodbye, Mrs. Kibble. Goodbye, who was that? Oh, a woman who kept the house for Dr. Rowe before the Franklin's. What did you find out from the doctor in Philadelphia? Well, just that he bought Rowe's equipment from an ad in a medical journal. The most important thing is this. Did he see Rowe personally? No. The whole transaction was handled by mail. Rowe's address was general delivery, Trenton. Harrington, we've been looking for a man nobody has seen in 15 years. Yeah. How did you find him? We've been ignoring one possibility, though. Suppose Dr. Rowe isn't the killer. Suppose he's the dead man. Hmm. But how about this stuff Doc sold? And his letters to the Franklin? Sam's running a lab check on the doctor's signatures right now. While I'm waiting for it, you'd better get to the teletype room. Check Joe Franklin's army record, if any, and ask for a rundown for a possible criminal record in this or other states. Meet me in the lab when you get the
2: answers.
1: Right, Chief. Here are the enlargements, Mr. Garrett. The signature on top is a blow-up of Dr. Rowe's signature in a letter he sent to the AMA six months before he disappeared. The bottom signature is the one closing the sale of his house after he disappeared. Well, what do you think? They look the same to me. Bottom signature is an excellent forgery. Quite a bit heavier in the flourish. The... Chief? Yes, Sergeant? I got a down on Planker from Washington. He was ever in the Army. They don't know about him. He's done time in the Oklahoma State though. On what charge? Just what you were looking for, Chief. Forgery. Use your phone, Sam. Help yourself, Mr. Garrett. Homicide? This is Garrett. Better get a squad car ready on the roll case. Harrington and I will lead him downstairs in two minutes. Let's go, Harrington, right. Yes?
0: Evening,
1: Mr. Franklin.
0: Mr. Harrington, isn't
1: it? Is your husband home?
0: Well, he's busy right now fixing something down the basement.
1: Would you call him upstairs, please? i oh. call your husband, huh? Don't try to warn him, it'll save a lot of trouble. Edmund around the back, too. You
0: know about Dr. Rowden?
1: We do. Would you call him?
0: Don't hurt him. Please, Please don't hurt him.
1: He's hurt us, Harrington. Light in the basement just went out. Malloy, get that woman quickly. The rest of you close in around the house. Flatten out, Ben. done all the killing you're going to do, Franklin. Chief. Yes, Harrington. I'm right near the basement staircase. I'll get down there. No, stay we are. Wait for him to come up. I'm not coming up! Yes, you are. All right, Kovacs. Put a tear gas shell through that window. Watch it, Harrington. That'll drive him up. I'm watching. All right, Joe. Roll the gun down. oh. <laughs> I'm all right, Chief. Came up shooting. I had a fire. Ready for Dr. Kovacs. All a doctor can do for him is sign a death certificate. Yeah. Actually, though, he signed his own death certificate. The first time he forged Dr. Rowe's signature. This is David Bryan. I hope you enjoyed this case from the files of Mr. District Attorney. I'll be back in just a moment after this message from our sponsor. attorney, David Bryant, with a word about the program you have just heard. The span of time covered by this case proves again that there is no such thing as the perfect crime, and that no criminal can ever sleep peacefully. Joe Franklin died resisting arrest. His wife, Martha, entered a plea of guilty to a charge of manslaughter, and is now serving sentence. This is David Bryan inviting you to join us when we present our next case based on the facts of crime from the file of Mr. District Attorney. Mr. District Attorney was originated by Phillips H. Lord.